0: Hey friends, it's Lori and Michelle here, and we just wanted to hop on here today to chat about a piece of scripture that we know gets twisted a lot. We heard it in wrong context previously before opening up our Bibles and studying the truth for ourselves. So we want to share that with you. We actually, over on our Move Live Faithfully channel, we shared The Bible study, part of our Bible study of going deeper into this, and we're opening up a Matthew chapter 18. So if you have your Bibles with us, go ahead and do that. If you don't, that's okay, so you can listen to us. We're going to be focusing mostly on chapter 18, verse 20. We're going to read it here so you guys can have context if you don't have your Bibles in front of you, the verse in your mind. For where two or three gather together as my followers, I am there among them. That's a new living translation but that I'm reading out of. So you what we mean by misused verse, cause we Lord and I remember when we were in the New Age um practice it says how it can look like it's Christian, it's using it's using scripture, right? But, it's what people use to support or, their claims that when you get together yeah, two or more, <laughs> you can get what you want. So get you know pray when you there's groups of you like pray God's gonna hear your prayer. He's really gonna hear you. And you just know, sit here real quick. Just sit with that one. I just read that to you for where two or three together, together as my followers, I am there among you. Just ask yourself what initially comes to your mind when you hear that verse, and that will help you decide. We pray that this video helps give you discernment. Um, when you hear it in your own life, you can have that discernment in your life of, is that the truth or is that being twisted? So we hope this video blesses you in that way. Yeah, we're just trying to bring light to the situation. For so many years, Lori and I, like we have talked about many times, we did not know a lot of this stuff, the truth, and that's why it's important to read it yourself and understand and look at the whole context because when you look at this, when you just hear that, when two more pray, God's going to give you what you want. you going even just starting at verse 19. It says, again, truly I tell you, if two of you on earth agree about any matter that you pray for, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. So when two or three gather, I am there. So a lot of people, when Lola and I remember reflecting back on this, and when we studied and read it, we're like, oh, that's what it means. So, <laughs> it's mind-blowing. Because us. it says, though, what you pray for will be done. So people I like, see? You pray about it, get 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 grouped together. That's more power to that prayer. God's gonna do it. He says there. Well, we recommend like slow down, <laughs> go back and read the whole chapter of eighteen. Well, Michelle and I are examples of this. There's two of us, sort of essence. Whenever Michelle and I sit down to pray together about something, we should get what we want if we're if, if we are following yeah. the twisted ways people script this. And we must admit that never really quite happens. So. It was really helpful for Michelle and I to learn the truth. That's also why we're reading the Bible again. We want to encourage you to read the Bible again so you can have truth in front of you and understand it so you can have that discernment in your life. So go back a little bit more of more things that we learned from this scripture. So when you go back and look at the whole chapter, look at how it begins. And then how it ends. And, and then so what just, is the overarching theme mm, of what Matthew was trying to get across from Jesus' is teaching in this? Story. Right. And then when you come back and you look at these verses 19 and 20, you can then start to see what this is about. It's about bringing a lost sheep back. It's about when someone has gone away, or, you know, getting caught up in their sin. It's how you restore them back. It's about it's about unity within the, the body of Christ. I put discipline and this is about discipline in the church and Jesus takes it seriously which you can see that he takes mm-hmm. it seriously the previous start of the chapter 18 he says tie a milestone around your neck and that be drowned in the depths of the sea if you were to lead someone astray mm-hmm. so it shows that Jesus takes sin seriously and discipline seriously and that's what this is about and also, but that's also he, he ends it, it that he entered that I know it's so serious. I'm going to be there, there to, to help you. Right. <laughs> so that's why Jesus is there to help us because he knows it's hard. He knows no one wants to be called out in their sin. No one wants to be the person that's pointing out someone's sin, but it's also very important because sin leads us to destruction, leads us to despair and lose hope. And that's not what Jesus wants. That's not the heart of God. It's just see why he tied in with the parable of the lost sheep. The heart of God is that he cares for the ones that have gone astray. He cares for the ones that were lost. Because we all. he knows what sin ultimately can do to somebody. Mm-hmm. And so then therefore, I think we live in a world where people don't want to talk about sin, don't want to talk about repentance. And actually we're studying the book of Mark and the first start of Mark chapter 1 is Pain. key <laughs> message about repenting from John the Baptist. So it's a key message in the gospel is repenting of your sins. And so... I think though we've lost the sight of the beauty and helping each other out in the mm-hmm. in the body of the church. Like this is the the church body of Christ's followers. I feel like we've lost the beauty side of the idea of well, helping think, one another out. In a nutshell, that I just that's important because I think the reason why I ran a repentance also is because I think so many people make it be like you're better than someone else, and that's why you have to remember how it started. Humble. We got to all realize. We all are at the same level, and to me, that when you were, when we all can see that, remember that it's easier to confront. Like, hey, I sinned too. Maybe it doesn't look like that, or I struggle. Like, well, I'm not there with it. So you'd be like, we I understand that you're struggling. Sin, and I do too. And I think it's that like Jesus is trying to like help us see that, but he knows it's hard. Yeah. He knows how important forgiveness is and restoring that. And that's, so that's why really it ends with, with the, the parable of the unforgiving debtor mm-hmm. after talking about how to help a believer realize what they're doing is not of God and bring lean, lean back at. You need to forgive them like help them out show them forgiveness along the way so the other things that we picked up that we want to quickly highlight here for you to go back and inside your own time uh you know matthew always has a beautiful job of tying in the old testament so here he again when he talks about the two or three together up at the top that if you go and privately tell the person they're sinning, they don't listen go and go to group it comes from old testament deuteronomy chapter 19, verse 15. So write that down, go study that verse, see the connection of the, what Matthew and uh, Jesus is getting across here, the power of having other people present. When yeah, you know it, it's a bigger picture going on. We, uh, we talked a lot about this more insider in-depth Bible study and also we did a recap but we studied even more. We saw a different perspective on this as well, but it was all about restoring forgiving uh, disciplining bringing a lost sheep back it's not about pointing fingers and making someone feel bad it's to be like hey i, I see you're struggling and i care so much about you i want to help you yeah. and it's more about and i'm gonna that. lead you to the person that can yeah help and you. it's about getting more people to pray about that person to help that person to guide that person to be there for that person. it's not about making that person feel bad that goes back to why it started without being humble we all have to remember that we've all go through this we're all gonna have seasons of struggling with a sin or something in our life and it's us as a community to help restore them as Lord i said back to jesus and that's what a lot of you guys did for michelle and i and so that's why we well, share this again yes. because that's what this us is about. As a church it was a it was, our story hopefully is a beautiful reminder of the, that this can be a beautiful thing a yes. good thing and it should be a beautiful and good thing in our everyday lives as a christian that watching out for one another, bringing something up to another believer, if you see them, that you know that that might lead them down to the wrong path. So that's why we share this, because we know a lot of you who followed us, saw us getting into law of attraction. A lot of you said you left us, but you were praying for us. But some Mm -hmm. of you, we know, stayed around and watched us. And we want to bring that awareness back. Like if we, you know, we heard that person that Jesus said, we were leading some of you to, to, to the wrong. And so we've, you know, are coming back, Owning what we did, and when uh, you all come back to Jesus, exactly because <laughs> He will restore you, just like He restored Michelle and I and opened her mm-hmm. eyes to the truth. And so, this was just a, a very powerful verse that we just felt really strongly to share with all of you to make sure we're all standing on the truth of what this means. So, when you go out, like I said earlier, and see people talking about this verse, you know the truth, you know the true context of what this is about, and now you I, can make that discern. I do want to end though, like. Prayer is still powerful. Praying with community and others is still powerful. But remember, it, it's not it, about so. getting what you want. It's about praying for unity, for peace, to restore the body of Christ. And I think that's what this is also reminds like the power of us as a community of followers of Jesus to come together in agreement with what God's Word says, stand behind God's Word, not what we're feeling, which is what the world makes it be like today. Oh, how do you feel today? All but don't want to talk about someone. It's about the truth that Jesus speak truth with love and Lord and I are hope. We're doing that here with this video. We love you guys so much. Let us know your thoughts on this passage, what you took away when you studied this in Matthew chapter 18.